What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sunshine K, and I'm back again with another episode. I'm not my co-host, but I'm with... Anais Loco. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How would you describe yourself, Anais? Um, Free-flowing, nice, creative. Free-flowing. Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, I don't stick to one thing. That could kind of be like a bad thing, but I kind of go with the flow. If something happens, A, keep it pushing. You know what I mean? So things don't really, like, uh, hinder you, really, when it comes to expression? Not really. Mm, how come? Did you always, like, just know that you were just so energetic and just, like, so in yourself? Um, I think I've always been like that since I was younger. But I didn't, like, come to the realization of that until, like, maybe last year or two years ago, mm. but I don't really like to, I've never really liked to stick to one thing or yeah. let things hinder me or keep me in a box. I kind of like to be free and do what I feel. <laughs> <in love. laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. How was pageantry for you? Pageantry was, it was great. You know what, before we even get there, how did you even get into it before oh. that? Cause I feel like that's, that's like a whole wild thing. Well, it, it is. It's very <laughs> wild. Um, I always modeled. My mom's a fashion designer, so mm -hmm. I was like her little mannequin. <laughs> so she was so close on me all the time. So from there, I kind of grew a liking to modeling. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Florida and had like a little modeling and acting camp. And they were talking about like the different options of what you could pursue, what you could go into, and pageantry was one of them. Mm. So when I came back from that, I searched up pageantry stuff, and then this one guy from Instagram DM'd me and was like, hey, um, I see you like to model, very beautiful, Let's try out <laughs> some pageantry, and I was like, mm -hmm. hey, sure, what's up? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. so, so you didn't really like, so what is your relationship to like beauty then? What do you think? Like, <laughs> do you feel like it's a thing that just like, envelops people do you think people are just like born with it do you think like that's just something that you just start evolving to become more beautiful in your aura or what is i like the way you just like i think people involve like mm. grow into their beauty okay but i think uh everyone is born with a certain kind of beauty but it's like not everybody has the beauty and i don't mean beauty like physically mm -hmm. like beauty mentally um also physically, mm -hmm. quote unquote, mm -hmm. um, for pageantry. Some people, mm. their beauty shows more in like technology. Oh, okay. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's the thing that they're passionate about or yeah, something. Yeah, what mm -hmm. they're passionate about. Like mm -hmm. you see girls in pageantry, they all kind of have this mindset of like helping others. Mm. So they- Is that real? It is. You, 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 you know, everywhere you go, you'll find some, <laughs> of course, some, you know, some, some type of people, mm -hmm. but everyone in Everyone that I've met in pageantry mm. are like have such a beautiful mindset, okay. and they have such a, a plan for like the future and for others. Like they want to help others. Like a lot of them have like organizations to help kids that don't have school supplies, like mm -hmm. quote unquote. Like they have like such beautiful mindsets. Okay, and okay. of course they're all like drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> you go there and you're like ah. I win this ten day. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, how did you like stand out when you were doing your pageantry? What pageantry? Um, one I was like the darkest skinned girl there. Mm -hmm. There was uh two other black girls, but they're 
lighter toned, lot of hair. Okay. I was the only African mm-hmm. also. So my personality was a bit different from the rest. Okay. Um, tall, thick, a lot of them were qu- quite skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like that's like the trend that was going on at the time? And then you kind of like just broke it. Like, are you not that are you surprised that you won Miss Minnesota? Mm-hmm. But was it like, a oh, I didn't think that I would be like the one to win. Oh, well, for Miss Minnesota, for Miss Grand Minnesota, mm-hmm. I knew I was going to win. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about because there's like a second step where you mm-hmm. go to the USA competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for Miss Minnesota, oh, I put it in my spirit and my soul. I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't win that title, I was going to win something because everybody was going to get a crown. Mm-hmm. But my eyes were set on that crown mm-hmm. and I knew I was going to get it. I had to get it. What? <laughs> <laughs> the effort I put in this thing, I must oh, wow. get it by force. Wait, what do you what do you have to do to get ready for it then? Um instead of just you don't have to just pull up and just look attractive, really. You put it we did like five months of practices. So run you have to know how to walk. Mm-hmm. First of all, the heels are like five inch platform heels heels are huge they make your ankles hurt so you have to know how to properly walk in that you need to know um your moves like your turns and how to stabilize yourself okay and there's a lot of intricacy just with knowing how to walk Mm -hmm. and then you have a lot of interviews interviews are like 30 percent of if you make it or not how so um so like we have like a sit down interview. It's mm-hmm. like thirty per, like they want to grasp who you are, and it's like let's say it's a hundred points. Okay, it's gonna be forty five points. Is all based on how you did in your interview. Oh wow! So you need to know how to talk well, how to get your ideas across. Mm-hmm. Um, have good platforms. A platform is like what you believe in. Mm. Um, so you do a lot of training on that, and then they ask you questions on the spot. Oh wow! When you make are they it different like, than the ones that you were practicing, or are they just like um they're like they give us like generic pageant questions, mm-hmm. and then when you get there, like this year the question was about or last year, the question was about um the shooting in Texas, the school mm-hmm. shootings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they asked a question about that to the girls who made the top five. So you need to know how to like have those ideas on those questions on the spot because they don't tell you. The questions beforehand and sometimes you give different questions to different people mm-hmm. like my miss minnesota the smaller one mm-hmm. the question they asked me was um what do you think girls can learn from men how are you going to ask that question <laughs> to, a, to a whole group full of women what was, but, what was your answer <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what i was <laughs> i said i think i said something around the lines of like it's it's uh men usually think with like their head mm-hmm. and women think with emotions but it's mm-hmm. not bad to think with your emotions mm-hmm. but sometimes you need to learn how to level the two out oh okay it's something around those mm-hmm. lines they like they liked it so i was like hey <laughs> it was good enough Fuck it you. was okay. good enough so it's things like that like mm-hmm. random questions that you don't even know come out of Oh, did that make you learn how to like think more on the spot? Mm-hmm. It helps you a lot with public speaking. Oh, okay. You know, you know it's helpful for class for the future. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's good. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So when you're, have you ever like interacted with people post pageantry where it was like you feel like it affected them raw, like bad in in that sense? 
I've never met somebody personally, mm-hmm. but I do see some people like um, on the internet, mm. like in, on Instagram and things like that. Because pageantry, like you said, it is like a lot about beauty and body. So mm. like the big three is beauty, body, brains. Mm-hmm. So some girls, they they take it and they run with it. Mm-hmm. Be, like if you're not beautiful, if you don't have the body of their standards, then you can't make it in this life. Mm-hmm. There, I've seen girls who grew up with that mindset because they've been in pageantry like since they were young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think like it's a? Were you in pageantry when you were young? Mm-mm. Okay. No. So what kept you away from that? Just didn't know about it, or do you think that you would have done it if you were, if you knew about it? Um. One, I didn't know about it, and I don't think I would have done it when I was young because I was very shy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. What helped you get over your shyness? Just age or what? My mom. Mm. A lot of talking. <laughs> okay, okay. A lot of talking. I was a sensitive, shy little girl. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of growing, talking, life experiences to kind of get over that oh, okay. little level, yeah. So a thing that I was going to ask you about, um, how do you become attractive as a man or a woman just from your own perspective from my perspective Mm -hmm. to be attractive is 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 like knowing your own beauty okay knowing who you are what you are how you look not Mm -hmm. following what others are saying how you should look how you should do things Mm -hmm. or what the world is um trending about mm-hmm. like this is what's beautiful this is what's not beautiful just kind of being true to yourself and then putting that out there because people will tell people can tell when you're confident in yourself and when you're not like that confidence too is a very big key okay in showing being attractive to me if you mm-hmm. want to talk like physically mm-hmm. every, you know what they say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder of course of course so it's like two two per Per person, two mm, person. I feel that because of, um, I've been thinking about this recently. Um, so sometimes people like DM me like, "Hey, how do I get girls?" or things of that nature, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things that I realized is nobody is so ugly that people will not at least find them moderately oh, attractive. That's very true. Because like, I feel like the only points where it's like no one finds you attractive. Is like when you genuinely like there's something objectively mm-hmm. wrong, like scientifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <Not> scientific. <laughs> so it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I feel like the thing that sets people apart is like from aura mm-hmm. to like the way people perceive your aesthetic to mm-hmm. the way that you're just be able to carry yourself around other people. Yeah, because like I feel like it gets to the points where it's like. People only like what other people like as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a group think in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. And working from that, you need to be able to understand what is your thing. Yeah. Because like a lot of people are like sexy and a couple people, I don't know, some people are like beautiful. Beautiful. Some people are cute and some people are, yeah. Just pretty or something like that mm-hmm. of, of, of that nature where we tend to miss out on the points where it's like there's something about you that mm-hmm. someone can enjoy. And yeah. you need to be able to like lock in on yeah. that. You know, Bef- I've experienced that so many times. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I will see like some guy, right? And this guy is is, is not like he's the finest in the world, mm-hmm. or like he's 
the most attractive to like commute, but some type of aura that mm-hmm. you like look at the person. It happens to like oh, actually a lot of girls. Mm. You know, it's you just see somebody and they're like, you know what? I see it. I see it. <laughs> I see it. Mm-hmm. I really do see it, mm-hmm. and I want to capture it. <laughs> I see it. I like that. You know. See, and I feel like to this is a, this is an interesting thing I've been thinking about recently. Um, I feel like men has been men have been removed from the beauty standards mm-hmm. up until like 2015. That's mm. when beauty standards are starting to affect like men, men. for real. Because mm-hmm. of like I'm writing this one, I was writing like an essay like a while back, and then I looked up beauty standards, and it's literally just women. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up like beauty standards on YouTube to see like ads and stuff like that, and it's just clearly just towards women. Women. Mm-hmm. And then I start to really think, it's like, huh, why is it just so it just doesn't matter for men to be attractive? And then I realized, like, oh, I mean, I feel like society just tells men where it's like, as long as you have money, you're attractive. You're attractive. Very true. <laughs> so Very true. The more that I look on TikTok, I'm like, huh, I feel like it's changing because of TikTok. Because mm-hmm. of, like, while you're on TikTok, you're seeing everybody is just 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10 at worst. Mm-hmm. The 8 out of 10s are the funny people. <laughs> and it's like that's insane it's crazy mm-hmm. it's oh my god it's they put so much pressure on women to just they have to look like this they have to be shaped like this they have to do this and they don't tell nothing to men they just say have money there's this joke that me and my sister say is like even if a man is like a three if he has money if he stands on his money he's a like he can pay for the rest of his 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 numbers that are left because at that point what you want a beautiful man that's just broke just just it's internally true. you broke? just look he's like what am i gonna do with <laughs> you just now you're just broke you can't even do anything mm-hmm. you're just there and i started to to think about this recently i feel like attraction mm-hmm. if you're so here's okay it's not that i'm truly obsessed with money per se per se Mm -hmm. but i want to make sure i set my kids up to be attractive Mm -hmm. because one of the things that i've learned is if you have money you can make yourself attractive if it's from being able to afford gym memberships Mm -hmm. if it's not eating correctly Mm -hmm. if it's not going to correct schools Mm -hmm. things like that even even if it's putting them in like areas where the air is just better than another spot Mm -hmm. and that will just lead to your kid just being a beautiful child yeah and like you see what you're saying is like there's so many different things that like a play into attractiveness Mm -hmm. it's not just physically looks Mm -hmm. you can be the most beautiful person in the world we have like a shitty attitude sorry for like (laughs) oh enjoy like if you have a shitty attitude you're ugly (laughs) automatically you're ugly Mm -hmm. you know if you don't even have that aura of of something that will pull somebody in Mm -hmm. people are gonna be looking at you like "Mm, i mean he's they're not all that they're they're all right i guess they're not all right they're all right but Mm -hmm. they're not all that like Mm -hmm. where you live the environment you grow up in your Mm -hmm. attitude your the way you think towards different things plays into attractiveness mm-hmm. altogether. Have you ever struggled with the idea of beauty? Or have you always just been hyper confident? Um I've always struggled with beauty. Oh I used to think I was the ugliest thing in the world. How come? I don't know. I think when I was young I, I compared myself to others a lot. Mm. And I still do a little bit to this day, but it's gotten a lot better. Okay. But I do a lot of comparing myself to others like, oh, my gosh, look at them. They have this kind of hair. I don't look at them. They're doing these kind of things. 
I'm not. It's it's just now that I'm in this kind of like selfish era okay. of being like I'm I'm the shit. Like mm. I need to constantly be telling myself that I'm beautiful. I'm the shit. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Because if somebody comes up to me and tells me I'm ugly, it's gonna ruin my whole day. Really? It will used to ruin my <laughs> whole day, and I'll be upset that whole day. Like I'll be looking at myself in the mirror, like. No, it was bad. It was mm-hmm. very bad. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's like if you come to me and tell me like, who are you? That, that, that's an insane thing to even <laughs> say. Are you, are you mad? Are you blind? <laughs> no, thanks. Are you blind? I literally would. I like. Yeah. I, I would. Do you know who? <laughs> <laughs> are you blind? <laughs> come on. <laughs> but you know what? Um, Question. As a black woman, does it seem like they're trying to make you look like something you're not? At times, mm. yes. Even like when I was at pageantry, mm-hmm. there was... Uh, this woman who won like the big, big, the whole, that whole section I was in, her mm-hmm. name is Abina Akwaba mm-hmm. and she's a Ghanaian woman and she's very, very beautiful woman, like drop dead gorgeous. She has like a lot of forcey hair, um, very dark skin, like a very nice body and all that. And she was like the first black woman to ever win that specific pageant at Miss Grand. So during my whole competition while I was at Miss Grand USA, they would constantly like compare me to her. Really, like they okay. would con- like, they'd, it's like it would make it sound like it was a compliment, mm-hmm. kind of. They'd be like, "Oh my gosh, it's give- it's giving Abina energy. Oh my gosh, the what you're wearing today looks like Abina." I'm like, "Well, I'm not Abina. <laughs> I'm Anais. Mm, amen. I amen. love I love Abina. Don't mm-hmm. get me ever wrong. It'll never be me versus I her. Love her, but it's, it's never me versus her." One, she's like three years, five years older than me, probably. Mm-hmm. She's a grown woman, and she's her her own era, her own looks. Like she has her own look. So because mm-hmm. she won that, it's like now there's this expectation and this look for all black women that are in that era. Mm-hmm. Like you'd see some of the girls who participated, they would, they wore their big natural hair out because of her. I could have worn my natural hair out too, but I decided to go in braids mm-hmm. because. Because I'm a black woman doesn't mean I need to always have my natural hair out. If of I want course. to wear braids, I'll wear braids. If I mm-hmm. want to do weave, I'll do the weave. Period. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. one thing that I was thinking about when it comes to like the aesthetic of black women, mm-hmm. and so being Nigerian, right? Mm-hmm. I was looking into what Nigerian some Nigerians do, and it turns out that we have a, a skin bleaching problem in <sighs> all of Nigeria. To the points where it started to like form here, mm-hmm. and I was talking to a, like I met a couple people where it's like they bleached their skin, and then I asked them and I was like, "Well, I feel like I look better now with my skin bleached." So, do you feel like for your own self, there's a there's a kind of like a a need to like conform confirm your not confirm but like uh, conform yourself to the beauty standards of a whole other race. Because that seems like the idea that the person was, like, telling me. Like, to uh, change her looks or anything. Just yeah, like, to... she was ugly because of her features, features. were not white features. Uh, so, yeah. she was trying to bleach two. Well, I she mean, only thought she was ugly because some, somebody or what she saw believed, made her believe that that was ugly. Mm-hmm. And that, that, she's not an ugly person altogether, but that small detail that... She's accepting that, oh my gosh, because I'm not this skin skin color, that idea, that ideology is very ugly. She doesn't need to do that. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have to do that. 
like that bleaching thing is a very big problem. Mm-hmm. And that's only because whites have input this idea into um, the black race that if you're not lighter skin, if you're not us, mm-hmm. then you are not worthy enough of anything, mm-hmm. which is not true at all. Mm-hmm. And bleaching is so harmful to your skin. It's bleach. It's bleach. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't even enter the sun anymore. Like look at Bob Risky. Look at look at like these my aunties. They're beautiful. Like they're so beautiful. And because of bleaching now you'll see their like knuckles. Knuckles yep. here. Mm-hmm. Like just take care of your natural skin. There's a reason why you were you're that skin color. Mm-hmm. Take care of your natural skin. Mm-hmm. Use shea butter. Take shower. <laughs> you know, take care of yourself. <laughs> you know? No, and your beauty will show. Like of course. you don't need to change your skin color for mm-hmm. that. And now things are gonna start going left because mm-hmm. now you think that bleaching is the, was the right way to go because mm-hmm. like it's with a lot of like african women that i do know where they will tell me about the way that like their parents would use their own uh fucked up ide- ideologies mm-hmm. and place it upon the daughters the, mm-hmm. but not the sons ever it was oh, just always it's the daughters. always the daughters now because mm-hmm. there's this thing um just saying my mom always says it's like they teach they they force girls to learn how to be wives, but they don't teach men how to be husbands. Mm-hmm. Every all like uh, so much pressure is put onto women, especially in our African community, about how to look, how to dress. When when visitors come, you have to clean and cook for them. You have to be offering them this, offering them that. I mean, I don't say I don't think it's a bad thing because it's hospitality. Of course, of course. But my brothers are right there. <laughs> Knock on the door. Hey, right. come out. Come and offer them a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it's. I feel like what they force us all to learn, and then that's how you get so many divorces, divorce rates. I feel mm. like too, because they're not teaching both sides properly. They're uh, teaching the. I feel like because like you're teaching the woman, okay, cook, clean. Da, 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 there's nothing else to your livelihood. Mm-hmm. You teach her that those other idea ideologies, like in the back of her mind, she's still thinking of like, well. He's not taking care of me. Mm. He's not telling me this. He's not telling me that. And the man, too, doesn't feel the need to do any of that because they never taught him. His own is just pulling me on the table. All the emotion build, all emotional buildup, financial builds up, and you, you come and carry children on top of mm. it. Mm. There will be war in the house. Everybody is, is, is thinking things in their head, and problems will start. You know, divorce. I mean, and a lot of African people don't really divorce like that. They, they, they're they not fight. allowed. <laughs> they're, they're, just, not, they're not allowed to. Not allowed yeah. to. Yeah, they no. fight, but if they could, mm-hmm. they would have. <laughs> a lot of them would have. No, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, I, I personally think the reason why marriages don't work is because of, like, it's set up to hate each other mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Because of, like, the husband feels like their only purpose in the house is just mm-hmm. coming and bringing money to the table. Mm-hmm. And if they're not coming and bringing a ton of money to the table, mm-hmm. the people start to resent them. Mm. And people will start resent them even if they are bringing a lot of money because of the fact that you are not there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you weren't really my dad. I didn't really like got a chance to even understand you yeah. or know you or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You're just a person that just lives here as well, mm-hmm. I guess. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of my friends are like, yeah, no, I saw my my dad from at 6 a.m. because mm-hmm. he'd wake up, knock on the door, and then he would leave, and then I'll see him at 6 p.m. Really? And then just not see him again. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, what? You're working all the time, and then you have uh, to still care true, for the wife, true, and you true. still have to do all this, this, true. this. I guess that's the dynamic of a lot of African, mm-hmm. well, traditional African, it, maybe in Africa. But here, I haven't seen a lot of that, because the wife usually has to work also, because mm-hmm, America, mm-hmm. American living is not cheap. Yeah, no. They set it up for both people. You both have people to work. You have to work. Yeah, no. You, yeah, no, no, <laughs> you no, no, cannot no. live lavish. You have to work. Go and get a job. Oh, wow. Oh. I don't think I could do that. I see my dad see, at least three times a week. And if he ain't there, I'm calling his phone. <laughs> Where are you at? Man, shout out. <laughs> Three <laughs> times is a lot. No, shout out. Why are you not home? <laughs> Man, facts. Oh, mm-hmm. and the thing is, I feel like uh, intimacy, like, it sets it up for you guys oh. to stop being intimate after mm-hmm. the first child. Mm-hmm. That too. And I feel like if you're not intimate with your with your significant other, mm-hmm. uh, just <laughs> that's why half the there? reason. That's half the reason. <laughs> you say half the reason. Why? That makes sense. Because like when people get married, they just it's not like they relax. Mm-hmm. They just kind of sit back. Mm-hmm. But in marriage is still a relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to keep what you started with is is how you collected them. You have to keep it alike. You know, there's still things in life that will switch some stuff Romance around. Romance, though. All that. But you have to keep it going because it's me and you in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be by myself. Like, what are we doing? No, of course. You're not a tenant. Of, yeah, no, of course. Of <laughs> not course. a tenant. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Do you think the way that's, uh, like, for example, all, like, the modern speak and all that stuff is sending people to just hate getting married? Or do you think that's just internet talk? Repeat that question. Like, do you think the way, like, social media is presenting marriage and mm-hmm. dating and stuff like that, do you think it's setting us up to just not date? Or do you think that that's just all on the internet? I think... Go touch grass, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think it's really setting us up to not hate... To, to hate marriage in general. Mm-hmm. Or to hate the way relationships and all that is. Because the people online... They're going to be telling you that marriage is trash, doing this and doing all that. Like They're going to be telling you all the negatives. Mm-hmm. But you'll see them. They're still married with three kids, happy, <laughs> happily ever after. And now you, you're sitting here because you finished collecting all the stuff that they said. You sit down. You're like, well, not me too. I hate. I don't like. I don't want to get married. I hate marriage too now because of what they said. They'll take that. They'll carry it to their friends. Their friends will believe that too. Mm-hmm. It's like. It is like a setup. Mm-hmm. Like you, people, people are not serious anymore. Honestly, <laughs> wait. What do, what do you mean? To sum it all up, people are not serious anymore. People believe too much what's on the internet and what's online. Mm. Like it's online. It's the internet. I feel like because how I've been raised from the beginning, they always said the internet is going to be the internet. People are going to be people. So you take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I feel like people don't have that thinking at all anymore. Mm. They just take whatever they see, take it and put it in their heart and they run with it for life instead of dissecting it and saying if it's good or bad for, well, even not even for everybody, for me personally, is this good or bad? Mm. Is this going to affect my life positively or negatively? Should I go this way or should I not? You know? I feel that. I feel yeah. that. I feel that. See, I've always grown up with the idea that everyone's just trying to lie to me. When mm-hmm. it comes to that phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now you are liars. No, facts, facts. Oh my god! Like I saw this one person. Uh, she posted a TikTok where it was like, uh, "If he doesn't have a, if he doesn't have a son, if he doesn't have a kid, that's a red flag." 
as in like when you're like older that's a reach (laughs) (laughs) that's a reach i feel like it's creating such unrealistic standards of like the way life Mm -hmm. should be yeah like personally i don't think i could have like a having a child that (sighs) you don't want sounds like the most insane thing ever extreme (laughs) it's it's very mad actually It's not mentally No, facts, facts. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's um Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Do you know what red pill is, right? What? Uh red pill, blue uh red pill, blue pill, all that like uh manosphere contents that people are making. No, I don't There's know. no way you have not seen any of that. <laughs> I don't think I Wow, you're just a lucky individual. I don't pay attention. <laughs> you're a lucky individual. I just don't pay attention. That's my thing. Basically, basically, it's just men and women just bashing each other. That's that's all it is. Is this what we're doing For nowadays? Endless amounts of content. That's just all it is, right? Oh. Oh. oh wow. And my whole thing is I feel like so many young men are just taking in bad advice. Extremely bad just advice. Bad. Look at that thing. That one that they born. Um Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid person. <laughs> oh, God, forgive me. Mm-mm. Oh, my He's God. He's not stupid. He's just in need of. <laughs> <laughs> He's so something mm. else. But, like, it's stuff like that you mm-hmm. see that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate, even though all of his advice is bad, there must be a reason why he thinks that way. God, it, it, oh, mm, mm. But it's not for you to come and carry. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't. You you. It's it's not your business. He's sure he's online. He's saying all this stuff. You can watch it for entertainment. Mm-hmm. You can take it, agree with some, disagree with some. But you're taking his whole, the way he runs his life. You're taking it and moving with it. <laughs> You and like, Andrew Tate are two like, different people. What's, what's your business with, with all that? Why do you hate women when you have a mom and three sisters? Why do you hate women for it? Maybe he doesn't have a mom or sisters. See, the craziest part is he doesn't even hate women. There's the people just in the people that take in mm-hmm. his content. They hate. They're the ones who hate. They women. comprehend it. So you know what? Maybe I should hate mm-hmm. women. I think that's just just. The you, way see, you see like, what I mean, right? So so. God. <laughs> of course, of course, mm. of course. What are you passionate about? Hmm. I'm passionate about just living life, man. Mm. You're not a slave to the capitalism? No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Well, eh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe unintentionally. Mm. But passionate, I just, I'm passionate about Passion, passion, passion. I don't know. Really? I just, my end goal in life is to live a peaceful, happy, comfortable life. Mm. So I guess I'm passionate with whatever that end goal, how I'm passionate about that. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a specific thing, like a career or something like that, I don't think I have like that that big of a passion or drive. Mm. But maybe the biggest thing is is like children. I love working with children. They're like my heart and soul. I guess that would be my passion. Really, working with children. Why? Why do you like children? Because children are so one. They're so blunt. Okay. They will tell it to you straight up. And I grew up in a. 
a community. I grew up with a lot of kids around me because my mom was like kind of like a nanny kind of okay. kind of thing. Um, so, and children have always gravitated to me. I just love seeing the different personalities in children from when they were young because I feel like as they grow up, they start to strip them of who they are. And it's kind of, you know, as you grow, they kind of strip strip you of who you are. Okay. How come? What do you, what do you mean by that? Let's say as a child, you were just like, let's say, for example, there's this girl I know at the church I used to go to, and she's just a blunt talker. Mm-hmm. She's not rude or anything, mm-hmm. but she's just blunt. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, that's just the girl, the little girl. She's a blunt person. Maybe that bluntness, that's how God made her, mm-hmm. to be blunt. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's cussing you, she's being rude to you. But they will start to like tell her that, oh, you're not a good girl because you're rude and you're blunt. It can't be talking like that, it can't be doing like that. So she starts to keep her mouth shut. Mm. Now she can't talk. And now what if in her future, her job is to be blunt like a lawyer or a judge. They're mm-hmm. very blunt, straight up people. Mm-hmm. What if that was? that's her future there? You just cut it short. <laughs> you just cut it short. That's how maybe that's how she just moves in life. Like they want to strip people of their personalities so much for everybody to be the same when everybody is different. And I just try to preserve that in like all the kids I meet mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. this is who you are. Mm. So it's like when I'm babysitting, like one of the little girls, she loves um really girly things. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other one, she likes sports and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But her mom would always tell her that, oh, that sport kind of stuff is all for men. It's for boys. I'm like, we're in 2022. She, maybe she's a basketball player that's going to bring you a mansion. Now you want to be telling her that sports is not good. That's for men. When you grow up, you'll be a decent. Don't ever do that. Da, 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 da. It's just like, let kids be kids mm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Because that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that all these other kids are just being stripped of letting children be children kind of saddens me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just always gravitate to children just mm. to keep make make sure that children are children. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I'm I want when I have kids, I want to have girls mm-hmm. just so I can make sure that they aren't getting like just shunned like that yeah because i feel like that's literally op- only happens to women in african households and oh yeah and and i i thank the lord every day that my household is not a typical african household mm. i don't know where my mom and dad came from mm. and they're african but it's not from the parts of africa that everybody else <laughs> just the, just the <laughs> everybody <misogyny>. else <laughs> is from the misogynistic <laughs> points of view mm-hmm. because i'm my mom was totally against that that because my dad helps in the kitchen and mm. i tell my my friends that and they're like that's crazy that's mad why is your dad helping the kitchen i'm like you don't expect my mom to go and cook the fufu do you mm. that's a man's job you go and pound it not me i don't have the arm strength <laughs> <laughs> i don't have the arm strength if he's there i mean why can't he help mm-hmm. but um it's very true in african households they'll just strip the daughters to all be to all fit in like one kind of mold mm-hmm. instead of letting them be who they are and i don't know mm-hmm. it's kind of hard it's hard to put into words mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit but that's mm-hmm. kind of like the reason why i always push back when people are like well this is just personality of like women or this personality of men where it's like i mean 
I feel like removing the effects of a society on from a person, mm-hmm. it's kind of short-sighted when you're trying to understand what's going on in their own head and why they're doing those things. Because yeah. like you're saying, she could have just been a judge, mm-hmm. but... Now that since you're just demeaning her for just speaking her mind, exactly. now that's just not what she does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that like transitions into like uh, things like when people say like men are just better at math and science. Yeah. Where it's like maybe are you sure that you're not just showing them more love when they're doing math and science? Thank so you. And I feel like it goes sh- hands to hand. Shutting down all the other ones like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they don't even expect them to go to school in some households. Mm-hmm. Just cool. get married and sit down. <laughs> What kind of life is that? What do you mean? Huh? What do you mean? What? By what? Oh, uh, like it's not. A, you don't think that's like an enjoyable life for yourself? I mean, if that's for you, <laughs> you go ahead, sweetheart. If 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 that's what you want, if that's what you truly want, I have no problem with it. But for me, I should just go and sit down and do what? I should prepare my whole life just for that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please. You know what? I don't even blame you. <laughs> what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned in 2022? Uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. Well, 2022 is a big, a big self self learning thing. Mm-hmm. Self learning year. I learned a lot about myself and the kind of person I am. Um. Also learned about friendships. They're not by force. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like friendship is not by force. Like what? What was it that like ticked you off to show you that the people that you're around um, weren't what you're supposed to be doing? So I was a big people pleaser, Mm -hmm. and in that people pleasing, I would it would cause self harm. Mm. So all these friends that like you're pleasing constantly, you're doing things for them, and they're not they're not doing the same for you. It it hurts, you know. You're Mm. like. Very one-sided. It's very one, very one-sided friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not by force to have plenty of friends to be moving in life. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. if you have one or two good friends, you're okay. You're all good. Mm. Why do you think that's so hard for people to really instill and understand? I feel like because popularity is such a such a big thing. Like to be popular, to okay. be known, mm. especially like being an influencer and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like to be known, just to be known in the world for everybody to know who you are. Everybody wants everyone's eyes on them. Like if they, if if I'm walking on the road now, you see me. Oh my gosh, Anise, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, this. Oh my gosh, I know you. And I I feel like it just makes some people feel better, and it, and it all come boils down to like your self confidence and. If you're confident in like who you are and what you are, then mm. you don't really need the like validation of others. That's mm. that's what it is. Mm. Like having validation from others, and I think that's why I've was led to learn that because I needed a lot. Of, I always craved a lot of validation from other people mm. before. That's why I kept a lot of friends. Mm. But okay. like especially during like COVID. You don't talk to anybody. It's just you and yourself at home. Did you tend to like, were you more introspective during COVID? Definitely. Mm, how so? Because um, kind of, I kind of uh, cut myself off from everybody. That, why did you do that? I didn't like cut everybody off, but oh, like I just. It just happened? It just happened to oh, be okay. like that. You know, we just, it was just me and my household. And <laughs> we just ended up spending more like family time and stuff together. And then just kind of led to, hey, it's us, this family against the world. 
Do you have a lot of like siblings then? Mm, I have three siblings. Oh wow! Why did you have to think? <laughs> Why did you have to think to like remember your siblings? Because <laughs> I'm like, mm. wait, how many is there again? You know what? I don't even blame you. Yeah, you don't. Don't blame uh, me. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Sometimes you have to you have to think twice. I'm like, wait. No, of course. Because one of them, he likes to act like he just doesn't exist. No, he likes to act like he's the father of the house. Ah, so sometimes you have to think like, is this one my sibling or is he trying to act like my dad? <laughs> no, I feel but, that. Yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. As you were going through COVID, did you feel like um, the growth that you were doing was more forced than needed to, or do you think that because of like a lot of people tend to, uh, there's a lot of people that were searching up ego death, where it's basically like. Um, you lose who you are and you get reborn again. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people, uh, for your own, for yourself, do you feel like it was forced, like you needed it, or was like, was it unneeded growth that you went through? Oh, it was definitely forced that I needed it. Oh, okay. I definitely needed it because I was, like you said, I was losing myself a little bit, mm-hmm. not knowing who I was, what I, like, even down to small things of, like, what I liked and what I didn't like. Oh, okay. Come down to that, like, I'm just confused about who, who is Anais. Like, you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, who's that? Was your own self-image always so, like, uh flexible mm, i don't i don't explain that okay um what i mean by like a flexible personality i feel like a lot of people mirror what other people wants when mm-hmm. it comes to when they curate their own personality and aesthetic mm-hmm. to the point where it's like what they like is not what they like is what everyone else likes mm-hmm. mm, yeah. okay yeah definitely it's like it's kind of like a pleaser kind of thing mm-hmm. like she she likes to go out like go out a lot i'll do that mm-hmm. that's the kind of person i am mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely before I, I used to think that i was like a outside person i like to go outside <laughs> party be out until like 9 a.m mm-hmm. but that was only because my friend was a very big party girl mm-hmm. and when covid came around and i sat myself down i really was listened to myself and I, was, I started going out a little bit with my sister. We went to a concert, like the Wizkid concert. Mm-hmm. That's when I found out that I don't like going outside. Mm. Did you kind of hate your friend for it? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. hate her for it mm. because it's on me. <laughs> you should have known that. I you should. Don't I should have. Yeah, yeah, it's no, on I've, me. I've I mean, it was just it. a learning curve. It was just a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her at all for it. Of course. I mean, I would blame her if I told her, <laughs> and she still wanted to force me. But I no, don't blame her for I, I it at all. That, yeah. that. Did you enjoy the Whiskey concert? Or were you like, nah, this shit is ass? Uh, I enjoyed it until it was like, until when Whiskey came out. You didn't like when Whis- with the artist <laughs> I liked when the artist was out. I liked Whiskey's performing itself, but everybody was touching me. And it was so enclosed and tight. And then it was starting to get late. It was like 11. <laughs> Like, why are we still outside? Why is your sweat my sweat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why are we still outside at Mm, 11 p.m.? That's a little early. That's a little early. (laughs) Like, it's like with all these people. Mm. Like, if I was like in a a small, randoms, yeah. Mm, Like, if I was like a a get together with like people that I'm really cool with or it's like a, you know, a cool little vibe, even if it's like a small party or something like that, Mm. but it's not, too rowdy i maximum i can sell until like 
twelve thirty or one p.m. Twelve thirty. That's a push for me. <laughs> Even with the people I like, that's a push for me. Wow. I'm still outside at one thirty. I'm hearing birds chirping. I should be in my bed. Nah, <laughs> I should that's, be in that's my room. insane. I don't really like being outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a morning person though, if you want to go somewhere at like six a.m., I got you. Oh, you like going on hikes? That's huh? that's your vibe. You're you're a hike girl. <laughs> okay go to a beach is that better yeah okay. i can do that if anyone wants to go to the beach at like six in the morning watch the sunrise thing sure yeah definitely mm. i can do 6 a.m we want to go for breakfast let's go but we're outside that is here mm. street lights are on police are roaming it. i feel it I feel why it. am i outside <laughs> home i should be home on my high pad <laughs> Uh, but before we wrap this up, how did you like powerlifting? How did you know like powerlifting? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? <laughs> hey, but how did you even get into that? How do you know I powerlifting? Hey, 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 it's a team effort. It's oh, a team you did effort. research, it's didn't you? Team, it's a team effort. Uh, powerlifting was great. Mm. It was, you know, mostly a uh, man-dominated sport. Mm-hmm. There was only, I think, four three or four of us girls on the team mm. and I got third place in hey. the state. So, you know, pretty strong. <laughs> um, it was great. I loved it. I recommend every girl to do it. Even if you're not, you don't think you're strong or anything. Mm. I think it's a, it's a great sport, very chill. Like, but if you're very serious about it, you know, you have to body lift and mm. all that. I just kind of did it cause I was also a thrower mm. in high school. Mm-hmm. And my coach told me that it would be a nice opportunity. Mm, Very nice. Honestly, for my homegirls that want to get, like, in shape, they're like, oh, I want to hit the gym. I want to get a fatter ass. I'm like, please just stop walking on the treadmill. Go lift. Oh, what's your your problem with treadmills? Because the thing that blows me is literally just go and just do cardio all day. And I'm like, how are you going to get swole doing cardio? cardio. That's literally the opposite. Yeah, you won't get swole getting cardio if you're trying to actually build. I go to the gym with my sister. Because my sister is more of a gym, a gym rat than me. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm strong for nothing. <laughs> I just have the the meats and the, the, the strength for nothing. <laughs> but my sister is more of like the gym rat kind of girl, and that's def. I definitely see results. If you're trying to go to the gym, don't just go. Don't go there for like you specifically only want to build this. I think mm. it's better if you just go there in search of a healthy lifestyle mm. for like the first like year or two mm. and then as you continue to go to the gym you can be like okay um i want to focus on bulking up my arms or becoming mm-hmm. more lean and then food also is a very big thing Man. when you're working out having a proper meal plan i should take this advice myself <laughs> no you're just, <laughs> you're just like me for mm-hmm. having oh. a proper meal plan but all right, y'all, we've got to that stage of wish I had a sensei where the guest goes and gives some advice that they wish that they had when they were younger, advice for them now, or advice for them in the future. Take it away. Oh, advice for myself. Um, I would have given myself when I was mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the advice I would have given to my younger self would definitely be love and believe in yourself. You're not a. You're not. So, um, how do I put this into words? You're bigger than 
than you think you are. Mm. You're you're a person that is meant for great things. So don't look down on yourself. Don't listen to what others say. Don't put your trust in everybody also. Trust in yourself more than you trust in others. Um, and then you said advice I would give myself mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You here now and you in the future. Uh, advice I would give myself now is focus. <laughs> <laughs> focus. <sighs> Don't be lazy, man. Focus for real. Put 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 work in. Mm. Put work in. Have you have ideas? Put the work in so it can come true. Mm-hmm. And advice for my future. Keep doing you, man. Just keep doing you. <laughs> you that girl. That's for sure. You keep doing who you is. <laughs> all right, y'all. If you made it this far, make sure you leave a like, a comment, subscribe. All that good jazz. And yeah. <laughs>